Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Friday night to you. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're cool. I hope you're smooth. I hope you're just good. How about that? I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next three hours. This is a four-hour show. I get started every single weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's joining us, holding it down from New York City as we broadcast all over North America. As we got people listening on the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM channel 158, and smart speakers. Congratulations. Probably asked your smart speaker to just play CBS Sports Radio and boom, here we are. Like I said, three more hours, four hours show. We got we got so much more to do. We have already talked about all of the injuries in the NFL. Bryce Young won't play in Seattle and Odell won't play against the Colts. Anthony Richardson is out. North Carolina State just beat Virginia with a field goal. 24 to 21 NC State 3 and 1 on the season. Shout out to all my folks at North Carolina State. They treat me good when I'm up there. I love them. Anyway, we talked about the injuries in the NFL. We talked about the fact that Jim Harbaugh is going to be returning for Michigan right on time to smack around Rutgers, something that Michigan loves to do. And as we continue on with the show, we're going to talk some more NFL. 49ers look great. I think they're poised for a run. I think we all knew this. It's just a matter of uh, staying healthy. We got so much more to go in the season. I just mentioned we got so many teams already dealing with injuries. Uh, Chubb down. and Jonathan Taylor haven't seen him. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Saquon Barkley high ankle sprain. Joe Burrow calf. I can go on and on. So we're going to talk about some of the NFL games that you probably want to watch this weekend. And then we're going to get into some college ball as well. We got a lot of callers here 
on the line. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. But I, I have to mention this as well because the baseball season is winding down. And tonight we saw two players, MVP caliber players, put up MVP caliber performances. One guy is maybe on his way, well, he is on his way to the postseason, maybe a World Series where he can actually play, and the other dude is just absolutely amazingly freakish, and his team ain't going anywhere. It's a little bit of a surprise. I'm talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. trying to go play in a World Series, and then the other dude is Aaron Judge, who is a gigantic baseball freak for New York Yankees team, which is basically average this season sitting at about 500 here's the deal Ronald Acuna Jr. let's talk about a winner first sorry Aaron Judge Ronald Acuna Jr. joined the 40-40 club tonight the Atlanta Braves beat the Nationals in DC the final score 9-6 to it was an ass whooping but Ronald Acuna Jr. he didn't waste any time right out of the gate hitting his 40th home run of the season. Take a listen to this, courtesy of the Braves Radio Network. 3-2, there's a drive down the left field line towards the wall. Here comes something historic. It's a home run for Ronald Acuna. A laser beam into the first row. And it's home run number 40. He's fired up going around the bases. Ronald touches them all. And it's a season for the ages for Ronald Acuna Jr., the fifth player in Major League history with 40 homers and 40 steals. Let's look at the first four dudes to ever do this. And you listen to the list and and you think about what ties them together. Jose Canseco, 1988. Barry Bonds, 40-40 season in 1996. Alex Rodriguez, 40-40. He hit 40 home runs, 46 stolen bases. He did it in 1998. And Alfonso Soriano, he had a 40-40 season. He did it in 2006. What do at least three out of the 40s dudes have in common? Yeah, performance-enhancing drugs. And if you've seen Alfonso Soriano recently, I'm not saying he did drugs. It was no insinuation that he did when he played. Alfonso Soriano is bigger now. You know, when he played, he looked like a string bean. Alfonso Soriano today looks like Sammy Sosa in his prime. He looks like Mark McGuire. Alfonso Soriano makes no sense. But congratulations to Ronald Acuna Jr. There is uh, nothing, nothing at all indicative here that he has a damn thing to do with anything performance-enhancing, he is really building himself, even early in his career, after blowing out his knee. He is one of the most talented players that I think has ever stepped out onto a field. He can literally do it all. He has not just had a a 40-40 season. He is two stolen bases away from 70. This is an era where people don't even steal bases. They made the bases bigger to encourage action. And who would have thought that he'd have 70 of them? Well, he's two away from 70. He's the first player to have a 40-60 season. And I have to say this. He's 25 years old. He doesn't turn 26 until December. And he is on an eight-year, $100 million contract. Let me say that again. Ronald Acuna Jr. basically signed the, the most... How can I say this? It's a discount. Let's put it that way. 
And the Braves, they can make it a 10-year, $124 million contract. When you think about guys like Judge sitting at 40 a year, come on, man. Acuna? I don't think he's, he's uh, you know, going broke anytime soon, but damn. What a deal Alex Anthopoulos got on him right out of the gate. And speaking of Aaron Judge, the Yankees ain't going a damn place this season. But Aaron Judge, today, the first Yankees player to hit three home runs in a game twice this season. The New York Yankees in action tonight. Aaron Judge says, I got three home runs for you. The Yankees beat the Diamondbacks 7-1, to and Aaron Judge... He had himself a night. And what did he get started with? Well, he hit home run early on. Let's take a listen to this, courtesy of the Yankees Radio Network. I think, Shep, this is uh, my favorite broadcast of all time, right? It would be, yes. Is it John Sterling? Yes, that's correct. How old is he? Uh, He's 85. Let's see how excited an 85-year-old man could be about a home run. This is the third inning. Drills one to deep right center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It is a judgy and blast. Deep right center field and out. All rise. Here comes the judge. Uh, Sounds so wacky when he says it. The Yankees went up 3-0 at that point. That was in the third inning. And so what the hell does the second home run call sound like? It, it can't be the same exact thing, right? This is uh, Aaron Judge hitting another home run in the fifth inning. Swung on and lined a deep right field toward the gap. That ball is going to be gone into the right field seats. It's another home run for Judge. Judge and blast. He hit it right next to the Yankee bullpen, but into the grandstand. Okay, he changed the inflection on Judge Ian. Okay, all right, fine. And then Aaron Judge hit another home run. He hit three home runs tonight. This was in the seventh inning. Like, what is is this guy going to uh, explode? Let's take a listen. Swung on, there it goes to right. It is high. It is far. It is gone. His third home run of the game. It's only the seventh inning. I don't know if he'll get up again. Judge ripped one down the right field line, well into the seats. His third home run of the game. Oh, see, see, Shep, he didn't say Judge in the third time, right? Did I mix it it up after a third home run? Yeah, I mean, how many times can you say Judge in? Twice is enough. Once is enough, if you ask me. Yeah, he won the MVP last year. Shohei Otani is winning it this year. But listen, folks, pay, pay attention to Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, he he's the best player in baseball right now. I know Otani had his surgery and he ain't going to pitch next year. Acuna makes zero sense. It's like he is an alien. Like they plucked him out of outer space. Just just really able to do it all on the field. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. We got. Bill from Toronto, you on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Bill? Hey, JR. How are you doing tonight? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. I was just thinking about when you were talking about the great kazoo there. 
And uh, it brings me back to my my childhood days. But uh, I used to race home from uh, school at lunchtime and watch the Flintstones every day. And 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 he'd be on there quite often. And uh, when you were talking about cats too, I was thinking about the, the the cats that from the from the cartoons as well that we all used to watch. And two of the best cats that I think we we could talk about as well. Of course, it was the Pink Panther. Oh yes, there you and, go, yeah. Yeah, Pink Panther was awesome. And also, here's a really good one, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, okay, I didn't like that show. So, no, but you, they were they they were a pretty, you know, they were pretty cool or so to speak or whatever, you know, and yeah. they look kind of look good for cartoons. Oh, well, that, <laughs> if they say, hey, Bill, hey, keep that to yourself, Bill. Hey, I got another <laughs> question for you. You yeah. said you used to race home from lunch? You went home during lunch break? Yeah, we had a, we had an hour lunch at school, and so I lived about maybe seven minutes from the school or something if i if i boogied home so it'd be on at like 12 o'clock and whatever and, and i get you, home for like the and hmm? then you went back to school sure after oh. i have a nice sandwich from mom or something and away i went back to school oh. and uh fresh fresh never. episode of the flintstones into me i would never if i got too much fresh air in school i was gone maybe for the week you wouldn't see me again. <laughs> that was high school when i started doing that i was a little young for that admit flintstones i couldn't oh, escape okay. my parents at that point but uh but yeah, but uh, will, but yeah. So I thought, it, yes. huh? No, I was saying yeah. thank you for uh, contributing to some of the greatest cartoon cats ever. Who's the greatest cartoon cat? Who is it? Well, I think it's the Pink Panther myself. To be honest, oh. with you. I love that show. Oh, okay. He was so cool and so smooth, and the, the the music was really cool. Oh, speaking of which, I just wanted to say the, yes. about the, about the Great Gazoo. Do you know who voiced the Great Gazoo? Actually, which is just uh, incredible in itself. Uh, was uh, was, was guy? I don't know. Yeah, well, actually, he was a goofy-sounding guy, but he was one of the greatest comedic geniuses of all time, and it was the one and only Harvey Corman from the from the Carol Burnett show, and from, of course, Tim Conway and that the, the comedic genius. He no, was man, uh, he brought us no, to life. No, bro, I watched hmm? the cartoons. I didn't I didn't watch that, bro. No, that's past my time. That's before me. They were playing reruns of that. What, the Gazoo? You mean? Yeah, no, not the Great Gazoo. I watched that when I was little, man. But I wasn't. That's what I, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but not the li- not live action of the comedian. No, uh-uh, no. No, 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 but he was the voice of Great Kazoo, was no, Harvey Corman. I understand yeah. that, man. Yeah, I'm an, yeah, I'm an, I'm yeah. an 80s kid. I wasn't watching that. I was watching the No, I know you. I'm a little older than you. Yeah. Right yeah, on. I think a, yeah, that's more cool. than a little bill, but I got it. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> good, bud. All okay. right, buddy. You have a great evening. Cheers. You as well. Thank you, Thanks. Bill, for calling from Toronto. I like that. I like Heathcliff the cat. That's just me. 855-212-4CBS. Manny's calling from Flushing. What's up, Manny? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, my man? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Good, good. Nothing, man. Y'all, all you car- uh, all these cartoon movies brings, uh, brings a lot of memories. I mean, I mean, you got the Jetsons and all that stuff, you know, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry. I mean, I, I think they're owned, now they're owned by Warner Brothers now. It used to be Hannah Barbera, but now they're owned by Warner Brothers now. <laughs> I mean, if you, 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 you watch it, you can watch it on Boomerang. I mean, they do those, mostly exists? those cartoons. Hmm? Boomerang still exists? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, by the way, you brought up an hour ago about the um, the Vikings and Chargers game. Do you think uh, that coach from uh, from the Chargers he'd be the first coach to be a casualty on firing? Oh, in the season? Yes. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't think so. I th- isn't it kind of early to be thinking about that? I, I get it. The, the, no. the Chargers are, mm-hmm. are a mess. This man just blew one of the biggest playoff leads against Jacksonville. 
earlier this year. I, I understand it. I don't know if they're going to give him the boot. Like, like they got to be a complete embarrassment. They need a, a couple more, uh, a couple more Jacksonville-esque uh, losses, man. I don't think so. Not right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Unfortunately, because like every time, like every time when they lose, you got the media keep on saying, "Oh." Is he on the hot seat? Is he on the hot seat? I said, oh, my God. It's like they yeah. can't even get it right. I mean, especially no, when you move these. If, if the Chargers – if uh, look, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers don't make the postseason. But if the Chargers mm-hmm. are relatively healthy, if Austin Eckler comes back and Brandon Staley's supposed to be this defensive guy, if they just flat-out stink, then I could see a scenario where they don't bring him back. Yep. And it seems like the worst thing the Chargers always do it's 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 the matter of coaching. It's Brandon Staley this time, and before him, it was Anthony Lynn who got the blame. And it's yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's it stinks. I feel bad for Charger fans. They always have a lot of talent, and somehow, some way, mm-hmm. they could they can never tie it together. It sucks. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, you get, you get, they're one of those franchises that you feel that they try to get it right, but they're where they but they really don't. Look, Justin Herbert on a on a on a good or great team would be like, hey, here's five thousand yards and forty five touchdowns and and but plays on the Chargers. How it goes? Hey, Manny, thank you for calling yeah. from Flushing. I'll be on a fan tomorrow after yeah. the Yankees. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, can you sound like Bart Scott? Take it easy. Okay. <laughs> can't wait. Bye bye. Thank you, Manny, for calling from Flushing. He's excited. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yankees come on tomorrow in New York, and after the Yankees, uh, people in New York get me. Almost as excited as Stephen A. to finally look like the good guy in a back and forth. Oh, but because uh, Bart Scott, what did he do? He made fun of the fact that Diggs got hurt. He, he was, was trying to he, make a fun. He was right? accentuating everything that Stephen A. Smith says about the Cowboys, which is what will go wrong can go wrong. And so he was just playing off of that. And instead of Stephen A., if, if anything else, just ignoring it and not throwing his colleague under the bus – he completely threw his colleague under the bus and, and, and in, in essence tried to be the bigger, better person. And I think, Jr. I'm going I'm to say this personally for myself, and I'm not going to speak for you when I say this. Uh, Stephen A. will throw a colleague under the bus in a heartbeat. Oh, I mean, he, he sat on the whole podcast and told everybody how much he didn't like Max Kellerman. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not just Max Kellerman. Yeah, that, that's, okay. that's where is the, that is right. it is it necessary? Is that a necessary thing to say? Of, co- no, of course, of, of course not. And, and it's such a shame because obviously, look, Stephen A. Smith is African-American. There's not a bigger individual in our industry than Stephen A. Smith. And just just be proud of that. And he means so much to not just people, but specifically the African-American community because of what he has been able to succeed. And it's just not a good look. It's terrible. Well, you know what? Any, I don't care who it is or what color you are. Anybody who has to uh, publicly tear someone else down is, is for what? Why? Why? But what is it? It's, it's an ego thing. Two years later, JR. Max Kellerman hasn't said a peep about any of this. That, that's been two years already since he's been gone? It's been two years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith was happy to call in during Max Kellerman's finale. He did not show up. The man had a whole – I didn't watch it. I saw the segment like everybody else. But he had a whole piece just sitting there saying, I didn't like working with him. (laughs) Like, is is, is this necessary? Yeah, the ratings were fine, but he didn't like working with him. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Shep, I don't like UFY. Well, I don't believe that. I like you plenty, JR. But let's be real. Stephen A. Smith has become a celebrity. 
and he does not watch games to the same degree that Max Kellerman does. Now, if it's basketball and football, that's one thing. But Stephen A. Smith doesn't pay attention to other sports. Max Kellerman, who doesn't have the same platform, doesn't have the same amount of responsibilities, had more time to watch these games, and it would make Stephen A. look bad. I mean, well, Max Kellerman said, didn't he say he wanted Andre Iguodala taking a shot over Steph Curry one day? Yeah, he, he said, said a lot of dumb things. I mean, he said Tom Brady yeah, well. would fall, you know, fall off a cliff, and by the age of 43, he was still the best quarterback in the NFL. Kellerman said that about Tom Brady when he was 38. So he's made his he's made some bad points, as you will in five years speaking about sports. But it's, a, it's amazing to me that Stephen A. Smith was so quick to go to management and ask Max off the show when Max was number one with Stephen A. Smith, and they lasted five years. That's just not showing any kind of loyalty. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith, by the way, speaking of uh, oh. you know falling flat, I mean, come on now. He has lost all credibility to talk about any athletic performance when the, the guy can't even throw a ball 15 feet from home play when he's on the mound. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, he sucked. I mean, what can you say? I don't know. An understatement. Hey, I'm not bad. I, I got a hit in Bernie Williams' softball game. I, come on now. Something tells me, and I saw Stephen A. Smith having a lot of practice throws, you would get the ball over the mound. I'm not saying it would go right down the middle and, you know, put a tar on the catcher's uh, glove. Nah, I'd, but... be somewhere, I'd be somewhere between Stephen A. Smith and 50 Cent. You'd be, you would not be that bad? Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Really? Yeah, somewhere in the so middle. So you'd be yeah. worse than Stephen A. Smith's pitch is what you're saying. I find oh, it hard to Oh, not worse. Okay. I said be somewhere in the middle. Got it. Well, well, 50s I played, was I played bad. right field at uh, in Bernie's game, right? And I did fine. Listen, the ball came my way. I got it to the infield, and I minded my business. Right. Keep it simple. It man. helps that you were one of the younger guys, though. What, out there? <laughs> yes. What, I'm trying to think. Was I the young? Yeah. Let me try. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to see you go against Mo and Bernie in their prime. Just saying, Jay. Oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Mariano Rivera looks like he can still play. Okay? He does, man. That is a That dude is built like a truck. That dude makes no sense. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls. We talked about uh, some, actually, we talked about some positive things in the world of sports. We're going to talk about the Niners and your calls and Colorado and Lane Kiffin and Alabama. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Just want to commend you, man, kind of what the other caller said. Patience of a thing. And, uh, man, I just respect you so much how, how professional you are. And, um, man, just, you know, mature. You know, I mean, you're getting attacked, but yet you, you took the high ground. You know, you stayed professional and, and stayed being a, a good man. So I just commend you on that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I told you about Ronald Acuna joining the 4040 Club tonight. The Braves going over the Nationals 9-6. to six. Uh, He's not just in the 40-40 club, the fifth dude to do it. He's the only dude in the 40-60 club. He's two stolen bases away from 70. He'd be the first dude to go 40-70. He also, he, this was his 160th, 160th excuse me, uh, career home run tonight. He's the first player in Major League Baseball history to have 160 home runs and 160 stolen bases at the age of 25 or younger. He doesn't turn 26 until around Christmas, a couple of days before Christmas. So 
Shout-outs to Ronald Acuna Jr. This man is going to walk away with the MVP this year. I think that is uh, a given now at this point. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Crystal is calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Crystal? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I just want to say I have been listening to your show on my way home from work for a while, and I love it. I'm, I'm Yeah, love your show. Uh, but I wanted to touch base on Stephen A. Smith because my husband and I just get a good laugh anytime he's on because he's you forgot one main thing about him. And then I agree with everything that you and Chef said, but he is just constantly yelling. I don't understand. Why do you have to yell every every word? Every word. Why do you have to yell at us, you know? Yeah, one of his first uh, nicknames, and it's not used uh, as, as much, is Screaming A, Screaming Steven. I mean, that's <laughs> what it was. Oh, it's horrible. I feel like I'm going in timeout every time he's on my tube. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but thanks for taking my call. No problem, Crystal. Thank you for calling from Maryland. Yeah, he's he's the anti-me. I ain't screaming for nothing, man. I got no time for screaming. It works for him. Not me. I ain't screaming. I'm relaxing. 855-212-4CBS. Eric is calling from Texas. What's up, Eric? Hey, JR. How you doing tonight? Amazing. How are you? Good, sir. Good. What I, I was thinking about the Dion effect, and hear me out. Yes. When the season started, uh, Colorado was a 10-point favorite over Colorado State. And, okay, so you beat TCU, and they, you know, they got to the final game. So that I would think that's worth a couple points, but – Man, to move the line to 24 points, any in-state rivalry like Michigan against Michigan State or Washington against Washington State, you ain't going to see 24 points. Anybody who bet that is a sucker, and I think Las Vegas is making building hotels on Pride and Time. Like, hmm. Oregon should be 20, between probably around a 27-point favorite, and they're at 21. I mean, anybody oh. who's going to bet – what do you, so, so what what do you okay that's uh, that's the three scores there three touchdowns what do you think this score is going to look like obviously this is their first real competition well not real competition this is their largest competition so far throughout the course of the year and it, it, Oregon could smack them up or Colorado could just uh, kind of light them up to stay competitive right? I mean put put, so put excuse me put points up on the board that's a possibility well, I think Oregon's going to score 35, and so for Colorado to cover, they got to hit 14. I don't see it without that star player, and, and they're undersized. Travis and I think Hunter. Bo, Bo, Bo Nix has a better matchup. Right. Well, Trav, yeah, you're talking about Travis Hunter with the lacerated liver? Yeah. Listen, I, I put it to you this way Shador Sanders is still going to go out there and throw that rock around, man. So I, I, if they hold them to 21 points. Uh, I, I would I would go over on that. It's going to be a matter, and we've seen this. Is Colorado gonna gonna stop Oregon? The answer is probably no. Uh, if they're going to even be any type of competitive, it's going to have to be another one of of these shootouts. And let's be real, Oregon is not Colorado State, and so I don't think we're going to see double overtime here. Oregon just may put the lights out, or Colorado may 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 be in it, man. We don't know. But do you think that the line moves a couple points because of the Dion effect or no? What do you mean? The line moving, what, closing or, or having it where it is now? What do you mean? 
Like, I, and I think Colorado gets a couple extra points just because of, you know, Dion. Oh, and absolutely, yes. Okay, yes. okay, yes. thank you, yes. thank you. Absolutely, right. Eric. Well, thank you. All for right, have a good show, Jared. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, man, the, the, the Dion effect goes beyond just the the gambling and the line. It's it's – it's all a sports. I mean, I don't think it's at the same fever pitch or at least tomorrow's game as we have last week because we don't have the whole uh, – we don't have people talking about nobody's mama and how they raise them and, and take off your hat and your sunglasses. But tomorrow's matchup is going to be a good one that people want to see as well. He mentioned Travis Hunter being out and that having an effect on the game. He goes out and doubles as both a wide receiver and a defensive back. Uh, Deion Sanders was asked about the absence of Travis Hunter, and this is what he had to say. I'm assuming with uh, Travis being out and this being a team, you know, your first game in conference, you're going to need as many leaders and dogs on the field as possible. What are you looking for in players to be able to have that on their jersey and um, in preparation for this we, game? We're looking for the next man up. We're looking for someone else to step up and uh, take control of, of this. I mean, Travis J had a great practice today. He still got a little limp slightly, but competed his butt off. And we have talent. We just got to get the talent to be talented and to do what they're capable of doing. Um, but it's no one in the country could fill Travis um, Hunter's shoes. Yeah, next man up. A little bit more reasonable than some of the NFL coaches who just always talk about how they believe so much in the backups. Anyway, Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon, he was on Zach Gelb's show. Zach, right before me, doing an amazing job. Dan Lanning, he talked about his locker room. He talked about his guys and and how they've come together this season. Listen to this. You know, I never, um, when I first got here, I never asked our players to trust me. I just said, hey, give me an opportunity to earn your trust, right? And if I, if I ever prove that I'm not trustworthy, you let me know. And I think our players really responded to that from the beginning. You know, we've been really genuine in our approach and what we want to accomplish. And we have a lot of, again, like-minded players that have the same goals. We've got hungry guys. We've got leaders on this team. Um, you know, and, and all of our goals are right in front of us, but it starts with just the next game, right, and the next practice, the next meeting. So I think our guys really approach that the right way. Yeah, I think they're going to approach the game tomorrow. I think Colorado is going to take his first L. But at this point, can anybody be surprised if Colorado, I don't even want to say stays competitive because they they just going to throw the ball around. That's that's it. And Deion Sunshador is just, he's he looks like one of the best QBs in the country. And, I mean, when you're hanging out with Tom Brady, I mean, how difficult can that be? Well, specifically, you need the talent. We know he has the genetics, and he could just text Tom Brady and get advice. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I do want to talk about uh, Alabama and Ole Miss. I do want to talk about how damn good the 49ers look. I do want to talk about some of the NFL matchups that I really look forward to seeing this upcoming Sunday and Monday. But speaking of Tom Brady, he's mentoring Shador Sanders. Tom Brady sat down on a podcast, and he had some interesting words about what kept him motivated as he got older and, and what kept the fire burning. I'm going to share that with you on the other side of the break. I'm going to get to more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been following you for years. I'm at 80 million back in the YouTube days, man. I just remember when you was on YouTube, I was like, man, this guy on YouTube, I got to go to work. I got to hear him. I got to hear him. Then when I heard that you was coming to CBS, man, that was the best thing, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I told you we're going to hear from Tom Brady in a second, mentoring uh, Shador Sanders. Here's a random stat for you. I don't know if this dude is is too late in his career for a mentor. I like him. I do. It's, It's Gardner Minshew. This man has lost nine out of his last ten starts. It's sad. Poor Gardner Minshew. Now he has to go up to uh, Seattle and take on the Seahawks because uh, Bryce Young is, or excuse me, I'm mixing up my young quarterbacks. He's going to be starting in place of Anthony Richardson, and so there's a good chance Gardner Minshew is going to be running around in the mud. Uh, It's a shame. Hey, Shep, what's what's the name of that guy, that no-name guy for uh, backing up uh, uh, Bryce Young? What's his name? Uh, Jake uh, Lutter, I think, right? Lutter, Luden? Luden, Luden, yes, good call. Luton, Putin. The fact you even got the first name just is a miracle. Jake. That guy, Jake. Frank Reich talked about this guy. He was asked about the guy, really. And uh, how confident are you that you got Jake Lutton out there and no Bryce <laughs> Young? This is what he had to say. Listen to Frank Reich, the former NFL QB. Bryce being out, uh, how comfortable do you feel about uh, Jake Luton behind Andy? Yeah, feel you know, feel good about Jake. He was here, you know, for training camp. Very smart guy, um, knows the offense. Good chemistry in the room. That, that's important too. So, uh, confident with Jake and glad he's here. <laughs> Just uh, hold on, I'm gonna cough myself into a. He could not be more less enthusiastic about ever putting forward a quarterback to play for him in NFL history. He's just making stuff up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh well, uh, uh, good chemistry. Uh, <laughs> he knows the playbook. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, he's on a team. I would hope so, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Shows <laughs> up to work, you know? He, 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 yeah, he, oh, he shows the, up to work cares one about time. his teammates. Yeah, hard worker, scrappy guy. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Making stuff up. He's, he's, throw, he's, throwing, he's throwing big games before. Yeah, right. Yeah, when high school, college? I mean, come on now. <laughs> anyway, hey, let's talk about a guy who knows about big games. I told you about Tom Brady out here mentoring uh, Shador Sanders, Deion's son, and says that he has uh, the, the athleticism, he has the skill, he's looking for the knowledge, and, and Tom Brady really believes in his work ethic. And ironically, having nothing to do with Shador Sanders, Tom Brady was on this uh, Patrick Bet David uh, podcast, and, and Tom Brady sounds like, uh, sounds like a maniac. He was asked about what inspired him to play. Where did he find the motivation to go out there uh, with all of the success that he started to attain. And, and Tom Brady, yeah, he, I'm not going to say he sounds like he wants to get out there and play, but he, he sounds demented. Listen to this guy. I didn't have any friends on the other teams. I didn't, you know, and I think it's a little different day and age. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I Even was, ex-teammates that left? Well, yeah, to a degree, but, okay. I mean, I was, my friends were the guys that were in the battle with me. So Sick. it's very different in today's age. You've got to create a lot of different emotion to, to, to heighten your sense of awareness and focus. Like for me, anger was good. Anger was good because it was motivating. The more I could create an enemy, 
the more I wanted to go out and kill those guys. Now, I knew I wasn't going to kill them physically. But, man, if I could just, what did they say? You know, and what did they look like? Did they disrespect me at all? You know, and did that say something? Like, those are little, little, little things that can get me right in the emotional frame of mind that when I run on the field and I said, let's f***ing go. Okay. Now I know why he was throwing around all those tablets. 855-212-4CBS. Tony's here from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, how you doing, JR? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm all right. Good. I'm good. You're saying the damn mouth. What do you do? Are you uh, busy right now? You want to talk, or did, did I catch you at no, the I'm, wrong time? No, no, I'm I'm trying to talk to the goat, Uncle Jr. Straight up. You, I'm Thanks the you uncle my call. now. I'm 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 I'm, the, I'm Uncle status. <laughs> no, you just a goat, Mister Jr. That's oh, well, all. Thank you, Mr. You're the JR. best to do it out here. Okay, thank That's you. All. What's up? All right, I was gonna call to talk to you about the commanders and how uh, I'm liking what uh, Coach the Enemy doing and everything, but I was. Uh, I was listening to, to um, yeah. the, uh, you know, when you were going on the outro, and you were talking about the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, I, I heard his guy drop a, um, you know, a little something about Baltimore. And I think my parlay or anything might be blew up now. I was going to go with Dion and them, but I heard y'all talking about they might score 30. UCLA, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all in the loop now. What do you, what do you, but what I'm, do you, you got a parlay for the games tomorrow? Yeah, I was, I, cause I tried to set it up early and uh, drop a little something for Dion and then, you know, cut in for my, uh, you know, my football for the weekend, uh, Sunday, NFL. But I'm going to take Dion with the points. I ain't going to take that crazy 720 money line, but I'm taking Uncle Dion with the points. Okay. Coach Prime. All right. That's All what right. If you win, if you win something, send something my way, okay? Thanks, Jay. I appreciate you. Best in the business, too. You laughed at that one. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate you. All right. I got you. I say send me money. He thinks it's a joke. 855-212-4CBS. John is calling from Toronto. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on? Um, So I wanted to talk about the Steelers. Go for it. And how they could actually end up being an underdog team and coming out of nowhere because, yeah, sure – Teddy Pickett's not putting up star-studded numbers, but if you really look at the way the team is showing, man, that 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 D line is absolutely ridiculous. Pickens, um, who else have they got there? Pickens, um, Allen Robinson, the uh, third, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, but Deontay Johnson is hurt. Deontay I mean... Johnson too. Like where and they where, got Najee where, where where and how are they going to just generate points on a consistent basis? Consistent. Because those are dogs. Who the Browns was? don't have any dogs. Name one dog on the Brown that's not Nick Chubb or Joe Benintino. John, I got a question for you. It's yeah. Friday night. What you been doing over the past two hours? Yo, can I be honest with you? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Hey, Shep, uh, I'm taking, I'm taking a call on you. Do I, do I even want to talk to him anymore? Yes, because he's polite. Yeah. He's from Toronto, which always bodes well for people. 
I, I think he's going to keep it PG when he describes what he's actually I'm afraid of what he's going to I, be I honest. What is he's, he going to say? He's going to be respectful of your show. I mean, listen, he, he may be having fun, and that could be a myriad of ways in which he's having fun, but he's going to keep it G-rated. Hold on. Hello, John from Toronto? Yeah, so in, in Canada, we have something where we can use our debit card and tap on our phone. But I don't have my top at this Yeah, oh, Chef, see how there we go. There we go. Oh, I dumped it. it. Is. And, 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 and also, it was going so well. It was going there so go, well. There it goes. You yeah. know, I, I've lost faith in people from Toronto now. So at least at least John's from Toronto. What I, if, if I'm going to try to cobble together what I think he was saying, he, I can't believe he said in, in, in Canada we have this thing where you can tap your debit card. I can't believe he used that word. That's what I can't believe. Oh, no. He's from hey, Toronto. Man, hey, Who says that in Toronto? What's this guy's name that we just spoke to? What's his name? John. John. I can tap my debit card everywhere, man, okay? I get gas at the gas station. I tap my debit card. I go to the supermarket. I tap my debit. I can. It's not just Canada. That's the first thing. Second of all, I think what he was saying is, he ran out of gas, and I guess he ran out of gas, and if you're stuck, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Did he say he ran out of gas at the gas station? Yes. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait. So he, wait, he doesn't have his debit card to buy gas. Is that what it is? That guy was confusing. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that he was drinking at the gas station because he was stuck. But then he said that he ran out of gas at the gas station. Maybe he ran out of money at the gas I think he ran out of money at the gas station. Because who runs out of gas at a gas station, correct? Someone who doesn't have money. That's a good point. But where did he get the alcohol from? Because he certainly sounds like he's been drinking. Well, there's all types of people in the world that you know have to pay for their daughter weddings and uh, instead get a Ferrari. So it sounds like John's that type of person. You think somebody's just handed him beer because they feel bad for him? <laughs> well, I don't know if uh, we live in times these days where people are that compassionate. They're handing oh, beers. Oh, people to... will give you a beer. Yeah, not in New York City. People we... don't ask for. No, no, we don't have as many people smoke cigarettes. People bum cigarettes all the time. Not, not, not the life that I see. Not in New York anymore. You don't. Hey man, you, you don't... got a cigarette? Yeah, here, take a cigarette. It happens all the time. Or pe- used to. People, yeah, people don't engage with people the way they used to anymore. A, a lot of, and that's for a lot of reasons: safety, um, COVID, social media. Yeah, social media. Sure, they don't want to get well, blown I mean, up on an iPhone. Have you seen some of the people walking through New York? I don't want to engage nobody either. Exactly. I saw a lady walking down the street in New York. She had two watermelons on her feet. Oh, I'm glad it was on her feet. <laughs> oh well, it's uh... anyway. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back. I'm going to get to your calls. We're not going to talk about the guy stuck at the gas station because he ran out of gas. We're going to talk about a good NFL team. Talk about the Niners. The JR Sport Show, CBS Sports Radio. Don't move.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.